Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, Episode 4. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. That turned into Uh, a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Gluten Glutton Lopez. (laughs) Gluten dog. (laughs) And and David, I'm Max Tate. I'm Max. Yeah. Oh, man, like Christopher Nolan. Indeed. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, we have some things and stuff that need discussing. Mm-hmm. Wait, things and or stuff? No, 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 just things and stuff this time. Uh, what have you guys been playing anyway? Everything. I just beat Shadow of Mordor. Oh, you beat it? Hey-o. Yeah, I beat it. Holy smokes, how many hours? Oh, geez, I have no idea. Um, a, a good amount. Maybe less than Skyrim, because that was like 200 <laughs> hours. Yeah, let's call it 111. Yeah, 111 sure. hours. Prob- I, I don't know. If I had to guess, maybe something like uh, 20 hours? dickety ot hours. dickety ot hours spent <laughs> on Shadow of Mordor. That's awesome. I spent um, a lot of time like just killing orcs and, and enslaving. My, actually, my, this is terrible, but my favorite thing was like mind-controlling the orcs to be on my team. And like I just got my whole army mind controlled to be on my side, and uh, the ending was actually really easy because of that. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is you're a fan of slavery, <laughs> David? I just I, or when it when it comes to Uruks, maybe. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay. Mm. All right. All right. You you barely bailed yourself out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Luftrausers. Oh, Luftrausers is so much fun. How do, what is no? How do you really say it? Been playing Dawson Luftrauser, <laughs> something like that. Luftrausers is uh, a super awesome indie game that came for free to the PS4, PS3, and Vita. Mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, well, um, PS3 and Vita, I think. Oh, it didn't come to PS4. Was it was it on PS4? I can't. Remember. I'm playing on Vita. I, Who cares? It's on the Vita. That's where you're supposed to be playing it. Exactly. Yeah, I've been playing it on Vita, and you know, for shame, I have been neglecting Shadow of Mordor. To play more and more <sighs> Lothralsas. Man. It's very good. Yeah, but but to be fair, I did play some uh, Shadow of Mortar last night, and it was super fresh. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a little bit better. I actually was using the Vita to remote play, because oh, the, wife, the wife was watching something. Mindy Project <laughs> or something. Um, so, even though that's a funny show. I, I it's not I Shadow like, of Mordor, though. So it's, it, it sure is isn't. definitely not Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> it sure isn't. So, uh, but yeah, that, that was super awesome. Um, I got a little bit further. I probably put only maybe two, three hours into that game oh, man. so far. Um, but uh, yeah, last last episode I had said I was about to hop into South Park. However, um, you're a liar. Yeah, the, it was like the next day. Yeah, I'm a dirty old liar. Uh, the next day, <laughs> uh, someone just like, "Hey, you want to borrow this?" And, and I was like. Yes, so I hopped into Shadow of Mordor instead, and I'm loving it. So I loved every minute of it. Very cool. What about you, Miguel? Yeah, um, I, I was very sick this week, which means that I got to sit in bed with my Vita and uh, beat SteamWorld Dig. Uh, very nice. I platinumed uh, Velocity 2X. Hey, Jeez. I played a little bit of, uh, a couple hours of uh, The Binding of Isaac. Um, very cool. Yeah. And then uh, I've been playing Child of Light with my daughter uh, whenever we have some free time to do that. So That's awesome. Now, does she have the controller? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she's a, she's a very uh, dexterous three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you guys, I'm sure, have heard about some of the crazy PS4 firmware oddities. Oh, man, those were weird. I was affected by, I think, all of them. Really? Really? Every single one? I the only thing I saw was the rest mode issue, which mm-hmm. you know you put it in rest mode so you can wake it up quickly. It doesn't want to; it just sits there and it just flashes. sits there and blinks at you. Yeah, and then the only thing to do is like pull the power cable or hold the power button down. Yeah, no, for never ages. pull the power. If you're ever affected by that, I learned this: don't ever plug the unplug the power because you have a chance of like screwing up your hard drive if you do that. Um, just hold Heavens. the top button. That I had an, actually no, I, I had no idea which button was the power button anymore because <laughs> i have never used it since i bought the ps4 and they're um, very much in disguise yeah you know, they're, they're they're so tiny yeah they're hard to see but um it's the top one not the bottom one yes and you have to hold it for like eight seconds and it will turn itself off and on again however the patch uh 2.01 um mm-hmm. fixed that for me completely so yeah you know and it was crazy before i even updated i put a little something on twitter about it but yeah before i even updated to 2.01 um i fixed it by validating my email address in the settings which was really and that weird. Worked for a really you? random fix yeah yeah it worked for me See, for that's some reason, i tried all of those fixes and none of them worked yeah that is yeah it worked for me and then i ended up you know updating just for stability's sake but um but yeah yeah, it seems to be working well now. And the uh, other but, the other issue I was referring to was how it prevented Evolve from uh, the Evolve yes. Alpha from oh, happening yeah. on the PS4. Yeah. That really <laughs> chapped my hide. Yeah, that <laughs> was gave, so sad. We gave away all these codes on Twitter. Everyone's all excited. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks, you're the best, and you're so handsome too and smart. Yeah. And and then we're just like, yes, yes, we know. And yeah, we just hope you guys have fun. We do it for you guys. We do it for you guys. Yeah. It was like hours <laughs> after we gave it our last code. It was like. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be. It's up. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually did end up happening. Um, and I actually recorded a few games like the Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Um, they released a patch and it went live and I recorded some games, but um, I didn't have a mic on. So like I was just like, hey, I wonder if Evolve works. And it did. So I tried it um, and I, you know, I was like, oh, it's working. I might as well hit record after, you know, after one of the games. Um, so I might upload it to my YouTube at some point. I'll just have to up, uh, like record some like voiceover over it, like yeah. while I'm watching myself play. So okay, it'll, it'll be cool. weird. I've never done that before. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but you did upload uh, when we put something on the blog, the uh, SBFEGS podcast.wordpress.com. Um, we put something up on the blog uh, with your PC. Uh, beta oh, play. yeah. Yeah. So and that was cool. On the PC, I like the game is not optimized. There's there. And I, I was watching other people play on PC and there's like these weird like I don't know. The game just like stops for a second and then resumes. It's almost like it's trying to read everything off the hard drive all the time instead of like putting hmm. it in memory or something. I'm not sure. Hmm. But now, uh, I'm, did you, know, did it's you experience alpha. any of that with the PS4? No, none of that in the PS4. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Huh. So it ran a lot better actually for me. It's um, almost as though it's not a finished game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. It's like it's <laughs> alpha or something. Oh, weird. <laughs> Um, but I think there's going to be a beta too, so we'll we'll have to keep our eyes. Open. It, the, the the stuff I played on PS4 was really fun. I didn't have a whole lot of fun on PC, but PS4 mm. was really fun. Okay, so. cool, cool. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, it's getting it's some great a, reviews. Yeah, yeah, got a bunch I'm, of great I'm excited reviews. About that one. Yeah, that looks awesome. Um, Say from goodbye what I'm reading, to all free time. Yeah, no kidding. From what I'm reading, <laughs> just to make it through the story, roll the credits, 85 to 90 oh hours. Yeah. So long. <laughs> That's that's I mean that's a lot of bang for your buck though. If you don't have yeah. a lot of cash for games, you buy that game and you're good for months probably. <laughs> Seriously. 
That's pretty sweet. And, you know, Bioware is known for their quality RPGs, so... Yeah, I, I read an article on Polygon about how they were just applauding the writing of the game. Like, you That's don't hear awesome. that a whole lot. Like, I mean, with Destiny, they kind of make fun of the writing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, for a, you know, for a poly, you know, and these guys who are reviewing games, they mostly have, like, degrees in some form of writing so for them to usually journalism yeah well that you know (laughs) that's writing right isn't it it is it's definitely so they have their writing degree yeah so uh (laughs) i I done learned to write mtsu (laughs) went to mtsu learned how to write real good man most people listening probably don't even know what mtsu is (laughs) it's my alma mater so. Yes, yes, indeed. I spotted a, a an MTSU sticker in California of all places what? today. Yeah, so I, I pointed it out to Mike. Yeah, he so had to explain wow. why it wasn't central, why it was middle. Oh. Yeah, said, yeah, it's not. It ain't ain't the right part of Tennessee. It ain't the left part. It's the middle part. That's where the college <laughs> is. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, also what came out uh, this past week, Assassin's Creed Unity. Yes, oh, it did. <laughs> Now this one not as favorable favorable of reviews, even though it did get a, a very good score. I mean, quote unquote, you know, from IGN as they got it. I think they gave it a seven eight, uh, wow. which which is almost great. Yeah, at at eight they say great. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. I read I read Marty's review, and it sounds like he did not run into a lot of the glitches that most people are seeing. Huh. Yeah. So so yeah, it sounds like he had a really good time with the game, but he said you know it was a little bit broken in in certain ways. So. The frame rate and everything, um, but yeah, some of the crazy glitches are hilarious and they're terrifying too. I put <laughs> oh them on Twitter, and it's just like it'll show a character model; the whole face is missing, so you just see their gums and teeth and their wide beady eyes. Those pictures are, are amazing. I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I feel bad because like I feel bad. You never want to see anyone's hilarious. work like the worst part of, of their work they put forward. Yeah, but man, it's like the it's like the best mistake. Yeah, they yeah. remind me of the aliens from Mars Attacks. Yeah, because sometimes they still <laughs> yes, have the exactly. hair behind them, you know. So it still yeah. kind of looks like there'll a face. Be this, there'll be this ball of hair with <laughs> eyeballs, floating eyeballs, disembodied. Um, but you know, the funny thing is, like, uh, even though it's gotten a few mediocre reviews, um, the people we know on Twitter who are playing it right now are loving it. They're having a great time. Really? With it. So yeah. So I think for you know any Assassin's Creed fan is probably going to have a good time with the game. Mm-hmm. I would probably just recommend waiting until it gets patched to hopefully optimize some of these frame rate issues, oh, some of the I weird hope. glitches. Um, yeah, because yeah. oh. Ubisoft is working on a bunch of fixes right now. So. That's so they say. We'll see what happens. I I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of faith. I I I told There's you guys. There's a lot of really broken stuff. That's a lot of patching. If you yeah. if you go back and listen to either the last podcast or the one before that, you'll hear me say I had a bad feeling about Assassin's Creed Unity. I just want to point out how prescient I am sometimes. Oh my, <laughs> very mm. prescient indeed. Oh, uh, so you might want to start taking my word for it sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I had no idea. I was just. I just had a bad feeling, like they say in yeah, Star Wars. You know Wars. what's... I'm going to say something kind of crazy, because I know a lot of people were super jazzed about Assassin's Creed Unity being the next, the, the first next-gen uh, only, you know, Assassin's Creed. Um, I actually had a great time with Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, you know, last year or earlier this year. Um, loved that game, played the Dickens out of it. And, <laughs> the um, Dickens I'm came right out. Clean out of it. And, <laughs> and I was... I'm actually pretty jazzed to play... Um, Assassin's Creed Rogue, if they upport it 
to PS4? Because <laughs> I'm hearing inklings. Yeah, I, I think there's no way that doesn't happen. I, I, I'm putting my money down next year. There will be a next-gen port of that game. Yeah, huh. yeah. Bring it up to 1080p, yada, yada. Because that's, uh, you know, they did the same thing with Assassin's Creed Liberation, the Vita version. They released it for PS3. So I'm... I'm huh. That if there's one thing that a company does is they maximize profits. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I have a feeling they'll probably upport that, and I'm actually more excited for that game because I, the thing that I loved so much about, or one of the things I loved so much about uh, AC4 was the naval combat and stuff, and this is like a, a sequel to Black Flag. Oh. So, yeah, it looks awesome. So anyway, that's that's me. I I, I may still at some point play uh, Assassin's Creed Unity if it gets patched and it's running well and all that good stuff, but. Um, I'm actually kind of more excited to play Rogue at this point. That's fascinating. Um, one thing that Ubisoft did with this game that really bugs me um, is how they held the embargo on the reviews until like 12, al- uh, 12 hours after the game had been released. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that is, if there's any reason that to be worried about dudes. a game coming out, that is a very big reason to be worried. Like yeah. uh, the best games, you you get the review like about a week before um, but when it seems like when a publisher is like uncertain about how a game is going to do, um, they always seem to to delay the review as long yep. as possible. Yeah. So, and, but however, every so often it it doesn't go that way. Like like South Park was an example of a game that came out. The review embargo was like day of the release. You know. Yeah. It gets released. They get amazing reviews, and everyone loves huh. it. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, I, and I but think usually, South Park is another one of those games that was being worked on up to the last minute. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's it's usually a really ominous sign when it when yeah. they're holding. It's like like The Last of Us came out and they they gave it to uh, all the outlets like a week ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So we start seeing amazing reviews for a good solid week, and then it comes comes out and everyone buys it like crazy, you know. So <laughs> um, I bought it twice. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me too. Um, but yeah, we have a we have a couple of Twitter questions that kind of relate to that whole thing. But we'll, we'll get to oh, that in a yeah, second. Let's get to it. We'll get to that in a second, though. Uh, <laughs> We're not quick, ready no. yet, Mike. Not ready. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> You're the boss. <laughs> um, but real quick, uh, I want to talk about uh, GTA Five coming to next gen. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Now, did you play it at all on uh, last gen? Yeah, I got about halfway through it. Um, the frame rate kind of killed it for me um oh, it, really? okay. it was gorgeous it was a beautiful game but like it was it was like 24 frames per second ish were you playing on ps3 PS3, or yeah. 360 okay um yeah i've heard i've heard things like that um you know like roughly halfway through the game it seemed to get more framey i don't know i read that in a review somewhere yeah i don't know i, I there's actually some time in between when i started and then like i stopped for a little while and then i came back and got a little bit more through um, so maybe that happened. I just, I'm not sure, but mm, okay. yeah, it, it was, it, I mean, that game pushed last gen to its limits. Yeah. I'm super excited, uh, just by, and I didn't think I was going to be cause I, I was kind of thinking, well, you know, I'll play watchdogs and that'll kind of tide me over. I didn't play it at all last gen. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, so but I'm I'm really excited actually for the first person mode. Did you guys watch any of the trailers for that? Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, just hop on a motorcycle and like go careening through the streets and like firing <laughs> off a weapon. Like I don't know. I I can't remember. I think it was Ryan McCaffrey from IGN who was talking about like that was his his dream game was a first person GTA. Oh, and, and so <laughs> like that I don't know that to me at the time that sounded really cool too. And we'll get to some dream 
game topics later as well. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to bring up before we dump, jump into uh, Twitter questions was uh, Telltale. They, uh, oh, they, yeah. they announced Ooh. their Game, of, game Thrones of Thrones episode one coming very soon. Are you guys yeah. excited for that? I, I am, but I just found out I have a ton of catching up to do. Oh, okay. Um, do you have to be so, like up to date in order to not get spoilers well, by playing the yeah, game? Yeah. So yeah. So here's the thing: I did not know uh, until today, actually. So the Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys read the press release. Mm-mm, I did. But um, it's it's going to focus on a house that's not not one of the main houses like that you're going to exist in the books. It hasn't really been in the show. Oh. Um, and I, I gosh, I'm probably going to get this wrong again. Okay. So disclaimer: I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. I've been reading. I read the first book. Really, really good. Haven't watched the show yet. The problem for that is apparently these games, um, you know how like Walking Dead takes place, uh, the Walking Dead Telltale games take place in the comic Walking Dead universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, these uh, Game of Thrones games from Telltale are taking place in the HBO universe. Oh, oh okay. And I guess uh, this six chapter game is going to happen between seasons three and seasons five of the show. Oh, Oh, wow. So, like, walking into it, that's sort of, like, where the events are going to be at. Hmm. So, that doesn't mean anything to me, because I haven't watched the show yet. Yeah, I don't no, know where season no, yeah. did we just <laughs> Did we just finish season four of Game of Thrones? I think uh, it was four, yeah. Okay. So, if I'm up to date on the show, I should be good for the for the. Uh, yeah, game. that's my understanding of okay. it. So, I have to watch, like, at least three seasons of this show and the sh- um, and the- before I start playing this game, <laughs> or I'll have no clue what's happening. And that'll just be your cross to bear. It's, yeah, it's an awesome yeah. show. So, um, I, I, wanna, I think it's I okay. I'm getting this wrong. I think it's House House Forester. Does that sound familiar to you guys? I have no idea. It's I've, supposed to be in the north, uh, allied with. Uh, you know, I'm not going to guess at it. I'll get it wrong. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, quick it, disclaimer: it's, it's the TV show universe. I am not a huge fan of uh, Game of Thrones. Um, I watch the show, but mostly because it's such a cultural phenomenon, and I try to keep my finger on the pulse of you know what mm. culture loves. Um, but I, for one thing, mostly it's my fault because my brain isn't smart enough to remember a million jillion names. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. so mostly I blame myself for not liking it. But also I kind of prefer my uh, fiction to be a little more fictional. Um, like like J.R. What is this? G G R R Martin? Yeah. <laughs> George. Yeah, George, George R. R. Martin. Yeah. He uh, he he. You know, he says that. Like the, our historical, you know, our history influences the story of Game of Thrones, um, and I can totally see that. Like yeah. every politician is evil and shady, and they all have like, you know, shades of gray, which some people love, and that's that's great. But my personal thing is, I kind of prefer there to be good and evil, and like I like my fiction to be fiction. So. Yeah, no, I, I like I like Game of Thrones for some of those reasons. Actually, I like how uh, how you know based in reality the characters are against this really bizarre fantasy backdrop you know hmm. so yeah but uh but yeah you know to each his own and you know game, like dragons exist in real me. life so I, exactly you know. <laughs> and they're just so realistic yeah so there goes so, some of my argument you know i, I know it's, it's mostly myself and you know i'm just weird yeah and crazy. no I, I get it I, I don't watch a lot of tv myself so I, I feel like i'm always playing catch up i let everybody else watch shows and then once they're like certified like these are really great then I just go marathon them. Nice. Like through Netflix or what have you. So yeah. I'm going to have to do that this that time. That sounds like too. a nice existence, actually. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have more to say about that. Thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs>
All right. Why don't we jump into some quit? <laughs> some what? Some Twitter questions. Some Quidditch. Let's go and play some Quidditch. To say. Let's jump into some Quidditch, please. Um, some Twitter quick questions. Well, um, I don't know what that is. First one uh, we have here is Adam from the UK writes in and says, why hasn't Microsoft made it possible to stream Xbox One to devices yet using the controller to play? Simples. So I'm guessing he, <laughs> it's a little confusing of a word of wording, but I'm guessing he's referring to like how the PlayStation has that little PS box. What is that? The PS, what do they call it thing? The the Vita TV yeah. or or just PlayStation TV PlayStation TV it was Vita yeah. TV I think and, in in Japan yeah and also um, they just announced um, and it may be he may be referring directly to this which is uh, some Xperia phones and Sony oh. tablets will be able to right. use uh, remote play and you just mm-hmm. pair a PS4 controller to it so hmm. um, so maybe that's what he's looking for um, but yeah I think. I think the reason they haven't is kind of the same reason that um, PlayStation 3 remote play never became a thing because it, you know, developers had to plan for it and take some performance off the top of their game to enable it. And with PS4, Sony really wanted to push this feature. So they built extra chipsets into the hardware to handle video uh, oh, compression it's the same and stuff uploading yeah. that the streaming does, right? Exactly. So it's the right. same tech that they use for their PlayStation uh, share play and remote play and all this stuff. But um, yeah, it was one of those announcements they made like, uh, was it E3 or was it, or was it the Sony show before E3 where they're like every PS4 game you'll be able to remote play? Yeah, because it's like that the, was a demand that was put up on, on their end. Yeah, it's at the system level. So that the developers really don't have to do anything special other than just map a control scheme to, you know, a Vita controller. So uh, and the same with uh, Nintendo. They they really wanted to do um, off-screen or off-TV play on the, the gamepad, so they built that right into the hardware. Um, so Microsoft would have a, a kind of a big challenge, I think, to enable a similar thing. Um, well, however, you know, there is one caveat to that thought. Um, the Xbox One can do streaming to Twitch also, so there might actually be some hardware in there that we just don't know about, perhaps. Well, there there is, um, I want to say back in September... Uh, a lot of outlets, IGN um, was was among one of them, uh, reported that Microsoft actually has a project in the works called, at least right now, the project is called Out of Time, which I don't know, that seems like a really weird Is that thing, based but... on the license plate from Back to the Future? I, I can so. only hope so. <laughs> and and I guess that, uh, that technology um, for that project is for streaming Xbox 360 games and Xbox One games to a PC browser. Oh, Interesting. So it's not quite exactly the same thing, but I suppose that's the first step in that direction. So it looks like they're working towards it. Um, and maybe they're a little more apprehensive about it because Nintendo and Sony both actually have handheld devices. So this oh, is true. This is not a new concept for them. They've already ha- had a chance to kind of dabble in this market for quite a, a, a lot of time. Hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. Next question we have from Ryan from Nashville. Oh, good, good old Ryan. Ryan. Reads. Yeah, he actually sent uh, a few in. I just picked one. Um, <laughs> and it is Next Gen Dream Features. So is he referring to Next Next Gen? Like the one coming up? Like that's I believe, probably seven years away? Well, I guess you could go crazy future style. Um, but I think I think we should, let's talk about what we think or what we'd love to see this generation. This generation? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't current know. current gen. Well, if you guys have other ideas, that's fine. But yeah, mine... No, yeah, I get that. I'll, I'll say that mine... Uh, I. I feel like the next big, because 
we're at this point where games look so good that I can't see it jumping too much higher on the current gen hardware, even though it will get refined and will get better as the generation ages. Um, people get more comfortable coding for these machines. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like some of the cool innovations that we'll probably see that we'll be able to utilize some of these, you know, eight gigs of RAM and, and stuff that we, you know, they probably have a hard time even filling with a lot of these games um, or advancements in AI. Like I can, oh yeah, sure. I, I can foresee you know getting much much better AI characters to interact with, uh, like and some of the you know maybe for some of the Morpheus stuff or you know uh, Oculus Rift stuff where we have um, you know characters that you could talk to in a realistic way, like mm-hmm. actually you know just say something and the AI would interpret what you're trying to say and respond accordingly. I think that's I think, a cool idea. I think that maybe kind of Peter Molyneux's Molyneux's Milo. Something like that. Did you guys? Did you guys ever yeah. see that? Yeah, the uh, it was it a was, crazy tech demo. It was an awesome tech demo oh, for okay. the original Connect, right? Yeah, the original for Xbox 360. Yeah, for right. the original Connect that looked really cool. Um, but yeah, and like, a little creepy, but yeah, still. something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, to where you know, especially for some of these immersive games that are, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or maybe RPGs or something along those lines, where you can just like you could just say something and. If you say something ridiculous, the character would respond as if you said something ridiculous. But if you, oh, man, if, you be awesome. if you actually want to get further in the game, you say something that makes sense. And then, I don't know, that to me, that would be a really cool, that's a dream feature for me anyway. That's yeah, cool imagine idea. a like Bioware that. game where you are actually talking to the person instead of like choosing three different choices. That would be really cool. Yeah. Now, I don't <laughs> want to play a game. I don't necessarily want to do that all the time. <laughs> you know, I don't right. I don't always be having to talk to the TV <laughs> to play a game. <laughs> but I think for certain experiences, it could be really cool. Yeah. You put that in sure. Dragon Age and it becomes a Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> the AI only responds if you speak in ye old English. <laughs> If you start talking about, oh man, my connect is messing up. What is this connect you are speaking to? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bad at coming up. With no, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> All those medieval folks always talking just like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed them. <laughs> you burned Adam them. from the UK. Uh, our previous Twitter question. How was that? Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> David is our resident expert on foreign dialects. Oh, so. gosh. Yeah, perfect. I'm perfect. <laughs> I do all of them. So, As, um, yeah. uh, dream features. I guess one I'm looking forward to, it's a more practical feature, um, but I'll really enjoy when uh, DLNA uh, media streaming is available for uh, PS4. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I run a media server in my house. It just makes life easier. I guess that's not a big dream to have. My... Dream attainably, dream. kids. Okay, dream that, attainably. Yeah, that's attainably. You can you can hit that goal. <laughs> I, I guess a dream feature that we'll never see, um, at least not in this console generation, is like true backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I don't think we'll ever see it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a game preservationist. I love going back and playing a lot of my old games. But I mean, let's just be honest. Some of these consoles are just not gonna last forever. Um, so at some point, I just won't be able to play some of these old games I've held on to for so long. Um, it would be nice if one of these consoles would just like let me just play all of my old catalog. Yeah, for sure. It, you know, actually, the PS3 had that, and they took it out. Yeah, it was expensive. So, I get it, but so yeah, I think I think that that might be. I don't want. I don't want to like you know kill your dream, but I feel like that's probably it's, not. It, it's a real dream. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about you, Dave? Uh, I think. Um, so virtual reality is one of them for sure, but that might come this generation. Um, 
But uh, I think I would like to see in the next next gen, um, maybe like virtual reality, like as a pack in, like almost how Microsoft, you know, packed in the Connect oh, okay. with the Xbox One. I mean, this is all completely speculation because I've not even seen an Oculus or Morpheus in person. So maybe I'll hate it or it'll make me want to throw up or whatever. But um, I just, I just <laughs> love, I love the idea of just immersing, like completely immersing yourself. No, I get that in a in a world. And, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I, I think you're right. Um, without them packaging those kind of devices in, if if they're add-ons, then they're always going to be relegated to that that like niche kind of audience. Yeah. If yeah. you actually want them adopted, they have to be like in the box. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I get that's why that's why Microsoft did not want the Connect separate from the Xbox because as soon as you do that, developers like, no, we're not going to risk that not everybody's going to buy a Connect. Yeah. So right. I think it's going to be the same for for virtual reality. You're going to have to package that in. Okay. So the next one we have is a twofer, guys. Oh. We have yeah. uh, Mr. Shane Bolda, friend of the show. Right. Friend of the show? Yes. Uh, he says, do you wait for reviews to come out before buying a game? And we have Mr. Mikey from Dubai, chill with the PS4. Should gamers buy their favorite games based on reviews, which causes canceled pre-orders, or screw reviews and get what you're hyped about? So two very kind of similar questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I say stop pre-ordering games yeah i i just did that this year i completely stopped pre-ordering this year yeah the only game recently that i have purchased ahead of time uh was destiny and i kind of i don't know i kind of wish that maybe i had waited and so i have been more informed before i i bought it now uh because then it you know it came out and it was missing a story and even though i had a really good time with it i think because I'm I'm primarily like a story guy for games, you know. So it's like, you know, I, it would have been nice to know, or maybe I would have waited and played it after it came down in price some more, you know, th- things like that. So right, I've mm-hmm. but you know, no. I don't necessarily always wait. Um, I think you know, it really depends on a developer and like your history with that developer. Exactly. Like when when Velocity Two yeah. X was coming out, it was like I I don't care who reviews it or what they say. Like I'm buying Velocity Two X. Like right, right. Like Future Lab like makes awesome games and there's no way that i'm not going to enjoy that game but maybe if you haven't played those games before a review would be a really good idea to get an idea of what you're about to get into and whether or not that's for you yeah now there so on the one side uh a really great review can make me suddenly hyped about a game that maybe i was a little lukewarm on Mm-hmm. Um, like say Shadow of Mordor, that that was one of them. That yeah, I was exactly. thinking, Like yeah. maybe that game will be okay. You know, or like the it evil didn't within. look like. Yeah, it didn't. They didn't look like anything that special to me from what I had seen ahead of time. And then I saw reviews, and I was like, oh wow, now I really want to play those. However, on the flip side, like if I'm really jazzed about something and I think it's going to be amazing, um, and it gets a lukewarm review, like maybe I'll still play it. You know, like maybe I just won't buy it right off the bat. You know, right. so I I don't. Yeah, to to Mikey's question, like, yeah, I, I say cancel all pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah just, go away. Just buy what you want when you want it. But um, yeah, here's my thing with reviews: like, try to forget the score and just read the text of the review. Like, yeah, it's hard to do, but it's true. The text will let you know that's that's a reviewer's opinion. And as you start to read through those reviews, you'll start to get an idea, of like, oh, that's what this guy likes or doesn't like. But maybe that's not a problem for you. So even if, if it's a more of a negative review sometimes the things that he's negative about are things that do not bother you as as a gamer um yeah but if you're going on just the score like yeah i can really throw exactly. you off. exactly 
Yeah, I find that a lot where they'll they'll say like, oh, you know what, this and that bothered me, and I think that's not stuff that bothers me, right? You know? So <laughs> that's so my score would be <laughs> that high. guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't necessarily go on record and tell them they're crazy, or you know, <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like I understand. Okay, that's their opinion. That's that bothered them, but maybe it wouldn't bother me. Maybe I'll love the game. You know, sure. so you know, everyone has a different take, but yeah. Uh, my personal opinion on this is kind of along the lines of what Mike said, where, you know, if it's a publisher, like for me, Destiny, I was going to buy it no matter what. And I didn't mind paying 60 bucks because I love Bungie. I've played all the Halo games. Man, what um, a fanboy. I am I'm a pretty big <laughs> fanboy of Bungie. They just and, make you know, excellent games. <laughs> they do. They, no, I mean, they, I feel no, like Bungie's they dropped amazing. the ball a little bit with Destiny. I do feel like that. But I still had a really good time. I played hours and hours yeah. of that game. Um, I played more of that game this week even. So um, I know it's one of those games, like even though I moved on to some other games right now, I kind of still find myself wanting to go play it. Yeah. So that's the that's yeah. mark of a fun game. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. Um, so like if it's a game you just know you're going to love, then I pretty much, I would ignore the reviews, but um, like a game like Assassin's Creed Unity, I'm so glad I didn't pre-order that because <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. I wouldn't have a good time. I mean, considering I stopped playing Grand Theft Auto because of a low frame rate, I probably would have done the same thing for Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah, so, and again, I think that game will probably be fine once they patch it a few times. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, think, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> for people who pre-ordered and they got a day one, they're all jazzed because they love the series. Right. And, or maybe they just loved the last game like I did. And because I had never played an Assassin's Creed before this game. Um, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, maybe they get it day one and it's, and it's, you know, all screwed up. So um, yeah, that's, that's why I say just wait, just wait and see, even if you don't put much stock in reviews, at least you could see like, you know, games, media reviews, you could at least see what your peers are saying on Amazon and stuff. Um, yeah. Know, before spending money. So, cause I saw a lot, a lot of reviews on Amazon, people saying like, oh, I'm so mad. I pre-ordered this. I'm returning it. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get dragon age. You know, that was one of the guys mm-hmm. I talked to on Twitter. Um, but yeah. yeah. Do you want to hop into the next one here? This next yeah, one sure. is, this could be a meaty one. Let's see. Oh, this is, I, I started talking a little bit with, um, Kenny from, I don't know where, uh, he's at <laughs> hokey man, nine, 10. Um, he had posted a very interesting question on Twitter. Um, we went back and forth a little bit, but it says, uh, does violence in video games really create a violent person? In my opinion, it does not. What is yours? Um, so we started talking a little bit. I'm, I'm of the same opinion. Um, and but I actually had just seen an article on GameSpot uh, recently, uh, and it was, it was citing a recent study done by Rutgers uh, University. Mm-hmm. And the quote from the study was really interesting. It was kind of funny. It said, "Finding that a young man who committed a violent crime also played a popular video game such as Call of Duty, Halo, or Grand Theft Auto is as pointless as pointing out that the criminal also wore socks." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so they find absolutely no correlation, um, and I find that too. Like. Just if you look at uh, violent crime rate in the violent crime rate in the U.S. over the last thirty years, like uh, which is exactly coinciding with the rise of video games, that's um, true. We they're actually on the decline. Um, yep. And so, if if you wanted to draw any causality at all between the two, which they probably have no relation, but if you wanted to, the the 
result would be, oh, okay, violent video games actually help stop violence. <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying if you were to try to force a connection, that's what you'd have to come to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's been a lot of studies on this. And, and I want to say, at least to date, like no one's definitively had any shred of evidence that video games are making people more violent. Yeah, and I mean, all I can do is speak to myself. I've played all kinds of video games for as long as I can remember. Uh, maybe right. not violent ones since, you know, maybe I started those maybe when I was like, you know, 15 or so or whatever. Right, right. But but I've been playing violent video games for, you know, what, let's say 15 years. And um, I haven't done anything violent that, that I am aware. I, I have a hard time killing insects. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I don't think a violent video game has made me violent because I can't even... Have you started killing more insects lately though <laughs> no no i, I can't right. kill them i you, just, I, you have to be definitive with these studies, killing David. crickets for fun that's what <laughs> when David's i find doing. spiders i i let them outside i don't kill them <laughs> i can't do it so why do you think it is that the media has such a uh they just it's it's the assumption in popular media right. you know they always like to say well, like oh you know yeah this this horrible thing happened and you know what you know what we found in his house a video game you know, it's like, gosh, when is it going to stop? Yeah. People love simple explanations for things. That's, true. That's exactly it. And, and they, they don't care if the answer is actually more complex. Yeah, it's true. That's and probably... and that's an easy one. That's like something, oh, we can do something about this. We can, mm-hmm. we can ban this violent video game. Like in Australia, that's, that's the case. They have a lot of censorship on their games mm-hmm. um, for, you know, a lot of these reasons. All right, all right, you guys. All right, all right. Topics, topics, topics. topics. Yes, Top- time topics. for topics. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I don't have I gone first yet. I don't think I have. You Last episode, you did. Oh, did I? yeah, but no. Look it's fine. at this. It's guy. your show, David. <laughs> yeah, how do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'll even remember first. your name. I'm going first then. (laughs) Okay, my game, or excuse me, my topic is, uh, it actually kind of stems from another one of Mr. Ryan Reed's uh, questions that he posted on Twitter. Um, But yeah. Hey, really quick. Do you think, do you think he reads? He does read. Oh. He does. Okay. It's confirmed on the Twitter. It is confirmed? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... (laughs) All right, so here's my first. I, I kind of, I don't know if you guys went as crazy as I did, but I have three. <laughs> I, so, so anyway, my three yeah. dream games, I'll, I'll quickly touch on a couple. But um, the first one, I've been thinking about this one ever since I originally watched the show. Um, I would love to death an open universe, quote unquote, Cowboy Bebop game. So, oh man! So this we had is, this conversation. Yeah, showing your nerd card a little <laughs> exactly, bit there. Exactly. So, um, basically, it would have like a Mass Effect Two style map, you know, where you can see all the different planets and systems, etc. Um, you could hop out just like in in that game and and like explore the ship, talk to the other characters, etc. Um, everyone's broke, you know, eating ramen and stuff. <laughs> um, Wait, do you, do you get to hear your stomach go? Yes, and you can go play with the dog. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, and then you go, you pick up these bounties and you go to various planets and you hunt them down and there'd be like an overarching story. And gosh, I, I've been wanting this game ever since 
gosh, the PS2 era. <laughs> wow. So that, was, that sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's my first dream game. Uh, I've, been, I've been pining for that one for a while. What about you guys? Uh, I have one. I actually think I alluded to this once um, in a previous episode, but um, like with the advent of VR uh, or, uh, you know, virtual reality displays and stuff, mm-hmm. like I just want someone to make Middle Earth Skyrim style um, I don't even care if there's combat. I just want to walk around. I want to walk to Rivendell. I want to walk to, you know, the Misty Mountains. I want to, you know, I just want to walk around in more in Middle Earth. Now, would this include all the camping and frying bacon and stuff in the in the woods? Uh maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, it, it wouldn't be quite the same because like you couldn't walk. smell a the bacon. speech about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, <laughs> a rousing speech. It would be. <laughs> It would be a really Tell long walk. Tell me all the different ways you go. can cook them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can do like because you know there's yeah, you this thing that a bit. theme parks do. Skyrim does this. They kind of compress yeah. the world in ways that you can't necessarily tell that they're doing it. But, yeah, you just you see know. the landmarks and you you make yeah. your way. It'd be super cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you, Mike? Um. You know, I I thought about this quite a bit, and um, I couldn't come up with a great answer. The only thing I could really think of lately that I've wanted is um, more Arkham type games. Mm, okay. But being that I'm, I guess huge comic nerd's probably the wrong uh, word to use because I don't read that many comics anymore. So mm. actual comic <laughs> nerds will take me to school. But yeah, <laughs> um, I like those comic universes. I would love to see them expand. Like, give me an Arkham game, but with more DC characters in it. Um, yeah. You mm. know, do a, a Green Arrow game. Um, do a flash game. I, I don't know how these would work. Yeah. I, I imagine that's why they haven't been made yet. But you know, you know um, who could figure it out though is Rocksteady. Rocks, I want Rocksteady to make all of them. <laughs> yes, I know. I do too. <laughs> Rocksteady and needs to make me good... a Justice League game. That's my dream game right there. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. There's, there's been some speculation as to, you know, what their next project might be after this final Batman game. And that would be amazing if that was it. Yeah. So so the weird thing is I thought that the last Batman game they made was the final Batman game and then all of a sudden they were making another final Batman video game. So I wonder no, which, if they're ever going to stop. <laughs> which Batman game did you think was the final game? Uh Arkham City. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they were like, "Hey, we're we're done making but ba- we're going to do something different now." Yeah, we're going to his company's going to make Batman and that character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my next one I'll, I'll just quickly, I'll just say the name. I just want a, right. a new Colony Wars game. You oh, guys, you remember yeah. Colony Wars from I the old days? I forgot about that game. Oh, oh my man. goodness. I want a new Colony Wars game on PS4 so bad I can taste it. Yeah, I mean, brand new, what is it? No Man's Sky might sort of scratch that itch that for you. That really fun. And there, there are a couple, um, you know, these big uh, space combat sim kind of games mm-hmm. that are coming out. And I'm just looking for the right balance of like arcadey and detailed, you know, mm-hmm. cause like um, some of them look really in depth, like elite dangerous. And even though that looks pretty amazing, like I don't know that I want to get that into, uh, you know, in depth with like <laughs> the economy and like, the, yeah, you know, customizations. like that's like hardcore. And then there's, I, what was that one? It's like in the Eve, Eve, Eve Valkyrie, I think. Eve Valkyrie. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the, that, uh, if that one ever gets Rift released. One. Yeah. For the, right. for Morpheus, that would be, that that might do, that might scratch the edge too. But Colony Wars, that was made by the same team that made Wipeout and stuff, uh, Cygnosis back in the day, mm-hmm. or which what became Sony Liverpool. Uh, so, 
but now that studio is off to the four winds so we will probably never see another colony wars game but i would love it i would i would back it i would back it on kickstarter would we would we have a the vo guy come back where (laughs) the guy that sounds like james Earl jones (laughs) almost like james Earl jones except he says everything instead of everything (laughs) they saw everything destroyed everything it was good. It was a good it's game. like a deep voice Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was, it was like Morgan a mix. Freeman to narrate it. Yeah, that's everyone will love it. There you go. And then I guess my final. This is like the big one I've been talking about, Mike. You've heard me rant on and on about this one. I want a big. This is like absolute dream game. I want this first of all. Um, big open world Blade Runner game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. man. So I want flying cars in a nighttime open city, like you where you can fly at various levels and altitudes, kind of like fifth element, you know, style. Uh, I want to be able to like have LA noir style interrogations where you have to like administer the replicant test to oh, them, man. you know, figure out if they're really replicants. And if they, if you pinpoint that they are, they'll run, you got to chase them down. You got to blast some fools, you know, that's now, we, we talked about this before. Now, are you actually wanting them to recreate the movie like a licensed game or are you just looking for something in that universe just in the universe it i don't know it it doesn't necessarily have to be um you know the same characters i just i just mm-hmm. want something in that universe where you can you can fly around there's a, a cool you know overarching story and and yeah, yeah. You hunt and there down should replicants be and there should be an in-game radio that only plays vangelis music yes <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that'd be amazing <laughs> Yeah, but that's that. That's my big one. I mean, David, you remember you played the the old point and click uh, Blade yeah, Runner game back in the day. It was really fun. It's I actually so cool. probably spent more time playing that than uh, watching Blade Runner. Um, that was a really cool game. But yeah, it was. It, you know, it was very limited. It was like all all video. I think. Right. And, yeah, it was all pre rendered, like yeah. animated. But you know, but yeah, it was like it's that game mixed with like when I was playing some La Noire uh, with you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I started thinking about. Man, I want an open world Blade Runner game so bad. It'd be, yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's a, right, that's, that's a cool it. idea. We should have people uh, tweet us their dream games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tweet in your dream games, SBF VGS podcast. Um, yeah, that, I would love to hear, you know, what you guys have. I'm sure there are a lot of cool ideas out there. But um, all right, uh, Mike. Yes. What's your topic? Okay, so um, I've got our first topic from the community, which means yes. I was... You were too lazy to even think of your own topic. I was sick in bed. All the <laughs> sick free time that you had. I spent it platinum <laughs> velocity instead of picking a topic. Yeah, this is uh this is unprecedented, it ladies is. and gentlemen. We have a a question that uh that Mike thought meaty enough to make it his topic. So But is it also potatoy enough? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It remains to be seen. We'll see what we can do with this topic. Right. Boil it, mash it. Um stick it in a stew. Yeah. <laughs> So this topic comes from, uh, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. I've only seen it in text. So uh, Noah Jusila? I don't or know. Jessila. Jessila? Oh, man. Jessila sounds cool. Jessila? I'm going to say it's Jessila. Jessila. Just Illa. <laughs> just, it's just That's Illa. what it is. Noah Rocker by just. trade. <laughs> Noah Just Illa. <laughs> you can find oh, him at, uh, on Twitter at uh, NJ underscore Just Illa. J U S S I L A. It's the most gangster name. It possible. is so cool. Um, he wanted to know what we thought was the most moving 
moment in any game. I assume like it means like emotionally moving uh, for us in a game. And I thought that was such a cool topic. Not it's he's not talking about a dance game. Now he might be because he's just Illa. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to know what gets what gets Uh-oh. you going, what makes you move. So <laughs> but for, assuming for that it's game, not, that would be Fruit Ninja on the Kinect. <laughs> So uh, I thought about that, and this answer is probably kind of predictable for a lot of people, but especially um, having played it last year, The Last of Us, that first opening scene. Spoilers, if you haven't played The Last of Us, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You stop the podcast right now, go buy, go play, (laughs) and then come back. Um, So in The Last of Us, uh, you know, Joel is escaping uh, or trying to escape the town, like the, the initial outbreak with uh with his brother and his daughter sarah and sarah doesn't make it it's and it's the most gut she dies right in front of your eyes <laughs> it's the most gut-wrenching scene uh troy baker uh is a voice actor uh who plays joel and hannah hayes uh plays uh sarah and both of them nail that scene so That's well amazing. Yeah. and I don't, I don't know if it's just that it i mean it's extremely well acted not to take anything away from their performance that is an amazing performance but also um I haven't been a dad for that long. My daughter was two years old when I started playing this game. And that scene like ripped me apart. I lost <laughs> me it. Too. Oh, I was just sitting yeah. there like, thankfully my wife is on the couch behind me. I'm sitting on the floor like TV. So she's not watching me like lose it <laughs> while, while the opening <laughs> credits roll. But man, that yeah. to me, like I, I never forgot how, how much that's even now I play that game like, like three times. Mm-hmm. And even now, if I go back and I play that scene, or like watch it on YouTube, it's like all misty eyed. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. It's the robot. And so that's test. the thing. If I if knew you watch like, that scene and you do not yeah. tear up, I know you're a robot. That should be part of the Blade Runner game. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's how you know the replicants. Just have them play the first ten minutes of The Last of Us. That's perfect. No, but so here's the thing. So when The Last of Us was getting ready to come out, right. it was all Joel and Ellie. Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. So when you start the game as this as this girl that you've never seen before. I just knew. I knew she was going to be dead. Sure. I knew she was dead. Um, <laughs> and and so I, I was like, okay, this girl's going to die. I, I have to make sure that I don't lose it. <laughs> and, you know, I play 10 minutes, she dies, and I lose it. Like, I, I was as mentally prepared as I possibly could be, and yeah, I still cry. I hear you. And, I, and now I've played the game like seven times. And yeah. I still cry that, every yeah. time. Man, that performance, like, in, and, uh, Hannah makes like these like like these whimpers oh, that are like so terrible. so legit that I was like it's I can't terrible. I can't handle this. It's yeah. so bad. I and I was actually that was my first instinct was to agree and say The Last of Us because yeah, it was it's really recent and it, it did tear me a new one. Um, no, Adam, before but, you hop off this really quickly, because I know you're probably well, no, no, I'm no I'm still I'm okay. still All right. on The Last of Us. Um but for me the most moving part of that whole game is and I, I won't get too spoilery. I'll be vague about it, just in case there are people who haven't played to, uh, to completion. What yet, are but... you doing with your lives? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, at the, toward the end of the Last of Us, there's a scene that parallels the intro in some ways. Oh yeah. Oh um, gosh, that's so amazing. And yeah, you're 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 running with Joel, and there's you know. Anyway, I but it's I won't give it away. But anyway, the music in that scene and just what's going on and the way everything is built to that and the journey and everything that to me, that crushed me. Like I was, I was so moved by that. So that, that would have been the most, for me, the most moving moment in that whole game. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, um, what uh, if you need additional crushing, and I don't know why you would do this to yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you guys hop on YouTube or uh, if you go on Amazon Prime, you can purchase uh, for free the Last of Us documentary. Uh, I think it's called Grounded. Oh, yeah. yeah, Grounded. Have you guys watched that? Yeah, I it's did. awesome. It. Oh, my gosh. About halfway through, you get to see uh, Troy Baker and Hannah Hayes like do that scene. Yeah, and yeah, it's that was the amazing. Worst. Like they both get into character and they both have to like stand there and do the whole scene and then stand up and do that weird mocap thing where you have to stick your arms out and then do the scene yeah. over and over again. And like there's just these like camera shots of them standing there bawling their eyes out yeah. waiting to do the scene again. <laughs> and it's like yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, like um yeah. there was one, it was like the first take he did that one in the in the making of and i yeah. was like i was crying just watching that yeah oh yeah no i got emotional even watching them watching in the people like suits. skin tight that's how ball, good like with balls all over their yeah, body that's how good they are watching them in the ridiculous mocap suits and i'm watch still... it david watch it david this is a family podcast <laughs> what? what like glowing reflective balls oh come on man come <laughs> no, on yeah i'll have i'll bleep you there's if I have no other to. way to say it orbs i will bleep what you <laughs> What? All right. I don't know what you could be talking about, Adam. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Are you guys but ready? I'm, that's I mine. Have I'm, I'm done. No, that was. That's I'm gonna really go. Good. I need. That's I need mine too. Now. By the way. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Um, and I've mentioned this game a bit. I think on episode one. Um, but yeah, the uh, my pick for most moving, uh, for me was uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Okay. And, yeah. Oh, man, I have yet to play that. That oh, game, it's really good. It's it's like, you know, you're playing and, and I, I wouldn't go in expecting necessarily the same response that I had because um, Mike played it and he, yeah, he thought I, it was okay. I like that game, but yeah, I did not have the same emotional reaction to that game that you did. But, yeah, I, so but at the same time, I, I, I get was, it. I was playing. Do you have and, any brothers? Yeah, I and do I've actually. Been, that's the thing. Oh, like okay. I've been, I've been really close to my brother like my whole life and there was, and especially he's my older brother. And so I related to the younger of the two brothers in the, in the game and like, all this stuff happens and I, I can't spoil it. Um, but there's a point toward the end of that game that like just crushed me. <laughs> it's just like just killed me and it was so good. Um, and so, yeah, that that's mine. My most moving uh, moment in any game. Thank you so much, uh, Noah, for that, that question. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a great topic. All right, David, you're up. All right. So, Many of you might know I am a Blizzard fanboy. Mm. Um, I actually have a follower now on Twitter that works at Blizzard. Oh my that makes me feel really special. Who is it? Um, he, he listens to the show. He's uh, friends with Shane Balda. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, though. Is it Poopy Socks? Yes, Poopy Socks. That's <laughs> it. I don't know what his real name is, though, sadly. Um, but uh, that, anyway. That's uh, a terrible that, rap name. <laughs> Not as good as Poop Dog. Rap. Oh yeah, poop dog. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so Blizzard announced at BlizzCon a new game, completely new. It kind of surprised everyone. Yeah. Um, called Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be their first first-person shooter ever. They've never made a first-person shooter before. Um, it actually kind of looks a little bit like Team Fortress Two, yeah. and that brings us to our topic. Yes, indeed. Um, so my question is. Is Overwatch different enough? So uh, let me explain a little bit about what Overwatch is. It's like a uh, class-based, like so every different class has its own like weapons and you know powers, and uh, it'll be free to play. Um, and I'm sure there'll be some microtransactions mixed in. 
so is it different enough from Team Fortress 2, which is pretty much the same thing, free to play, different classes, um, you know, uh, team-based shooter with objectives, like, you know, push the cart along the path to the end. Um, like, and and so, you know, is it different enough and, and or are you excited about it? Okay, so I... I, you know, I didn't really know much about it. I, I had seen uh, Overwatch, you know, announcement, this and that, but I didn't watch the trailer until after you told me that this is what you're That trailer is fantastic. Be. Yeah. And I finally sat down and I watched the trailer and suddenly I was excited because not only just, you know, because the game looks fun I, after I watched some gameplay stuff, but um, that trailer was amazing. I want to watch that movie, you know, know. like, you know what I mean? Like I want to, well, whoever that director was who directed that, uh, that trailer i was like that guy needs to make an awesome action animated movie yeah by uh, the way welcome to blizzard cinematics every single cinematic oh, i've so ever good. watched of theirs i i'm like why don't they make that a movie <laughs> that should be that? a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah that and it makes sense why you love them so much but um but yeah i mean as i started to look into it like they're all the characters look really unique and like there's a girl with a sniper rifle who could like Batman zip up to buildings. And there was like uh, a character that could build an auto turret or there's another character that could become a turret and you sit there and man it. Mm-hmm. There's a character that could teleport and rewind time. And like, um, gosh, I mean, there was so many cool looking characters in, in the gameplay I saw. Um, but some of the impressions I read were like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of slow paced as far as uh, shooters go. You can't sprint. Um hmm. But aside from that, like you would never know that Blizzard had not ever made a, an FPS before. Like it, apparently, it's really fun to play. Um, so I'm I'm interested. However, I don't have a PC that's worth yeah. <laughs> anything, so I I can't play it unless it comes to PS4. I'm kind of with um, you there. Like so... I'm I'm interested in that game a lot, but I can't get really excited about it because if I'm going to play it, it needs to be on console. And right now, there's no announcement for that yet. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and my guess is if it ever does come to console, it probably won't at least at first. Um it might they might pull a Diablo 3 and, you know, be secretly working on it, you know, for a couple years and then it's suddenly right. out. and then you get the better version of it on console. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Um so yeah, so it sounds like you guys are pretty excited. Mike, did you are, do you feel how do you feel about it? Yeah, you know, actually um I I get what you're saying with the, the Team Fortress 2. Um kind of uh references because I, I play a lot of team fortress 2 back in the day uh when i bought the orange box mm, mm-hmm. and i like team fortress 2 i like that class-based kind of um first person shooter um objective based combat really fun i i enjoyed the time i spent with team fortress 2 um and i know there's still a community for that but i haven't played team fortress 2 in years and so i'm kind of excited because it's like team fortress 2 but it's new and hmm. it looks like there'll be more classes and they're going to expand on uh, even more classes than what we've already seen. Yep. So I, I think there's a lot to be excited about. Um, and it's still really early. People are saying, yeah, it plays a little slow and, and you know, there's balance issues, but you know, there's plenty of time to work that kind of stuff out. It's not even like alpha it's, yet. So <laughs> Exactly. So like, I'm not going to start criticizing that game yet. Um, I'm just hoping to hear down the road that, that they're planning to do some kind of console release because realistically at this point i just don't invest that much money into my pc anymore yeah um my console is really where i play most of my games at mm-hmm. and so i'll be much more excited when i when i get to hear about a console release. yeah and I, mean, I, I feel like you guys aren't alone in that so hopefully someone yeah. from blizzard will take this message to people who need to hear it <laughs> poopy socks poopy socks do your best 
Um, no, but I don't want to put it all on his shoulders. It's though. all on you. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, no, but you know, to be fair, I don't typically like free to play games, though. I mean, and that's yeah, that's a big. It's issue. kind of a strange thing because I'm so cheap. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just still want to pay for games and just buy something and get something and be done buying things. And yeah. so like, but with free to play, you know, you, you start playing and maybe your experience is a little gimped if you don't spend money or maybe uh, other people are having all these cool things that you don't have if you don't spend money. <laughs> so it's, right. it's one of those things that like, there's something gross feeling about free to play for me a lot of the time. <laughs> like I always in the back of my mind is this money thing where I'd rather just be having fun playing a game. I'd rather just pay the money up front fast food style than have to eat the meal and then pay at the end. <laughs> you know? no, I, I, I kind of get where you're coming with that. That's but amazing. I, I think it depends analogy. on, <laughs> I think it depends where you're coming from. Like I've played, there's plenty of stinkers out there. Yeah. But I think there's also a really good amount of free to play games that have been done really well. Yeah. And so that's why I'm not immediately turned off by that. Like League of Legends is, is one of those games where there are microtransactions and it's a free to play. But all those microtransactions are either cosmetic um, to buy costumes for the characters that already exist. Um, or you can simply unlock things with money instead of investing a bunch of time. But you don't get anything that a free to play only player, um, you know, doesn't get, yeah. so it's still balanced. It's still fair. Um, and if it's done in that way, I, I have no problem with it. If it's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, so I, I also play heroes of the storm, which is another blizzard free to play game. Um, a little bit like, uh, league of legends actually. Okay. I was gonna um, say, yeah, I haven't played that. That's like the Dota league of legends. Yeah. It's their version of, of, league okay. of legend, cool. legends. Yeah. So, um, how the free to play works in that game is, um, Every week they have like a rotation of free heroes um, and then other heroes you can either unlock by paying for them, which like right now it's like 10 bucks per hero, which is a lot of money actually. Um, or you can pay gold, which is like an in-game currency, um, which you can earn by doing like daily quests, like play two games as a Warcraft hero. Play Okay, so you know, like the, the Hearthstone kind of... Yeah, it's a lot like Hearthstone for you okay, to play cool. actually. Um, however, there are things like cool little visual things that you have to pay money for, yeah. like, um, like special crazy skins. And that's like the beauty of heroes of the storm, uh, free to play in is all of the skins. I want them. They're amazing. They're crazy. They're wacky. So, um, <laughs> no, I, I get that's exactly how league of legends is. And I remember yeah. when I started playing that, I introduced it to a bunch of coworkers. I was like, man, I'm playing this game. It's free to play. It's awesome. Like just forget wow you guys been playing that for years come play this with me you don't have to spend a dime <laughs> mm-hmm. and a week into it i go back to work i'm like yeah hey, i saw you guys were playing the night like how do you like it oh, i've already spent over a hundred dollars in it like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that those kind of microtransactions really suck people in who have that kind of disposable income mm-hmm. but if you don't like yeah it's mostly cosmetic it's not a big yeah. deal uh, so far like so they reset the alpha um of heroes of the storm and i have not paid a dime yet and I'm still having a great time. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that that makes me feel like Blizzard uh, is doing free-to-play right, you know? They're, yeah. It gives me yeah. some confidence, I think, for Overwatch, you know, how they're going to implement. Right. So, that. yeah, bringing that back to Overwatch, um, a couple things. Uh, so, I think it's going to differentiate itself from Team Fortress 2, um, mostly because it'll... Well, not mostly, but partially because it will look very different. Like, Blizzard has... Um, I don't know. They, their artists are just so good at like creating beautiful, like unique looking characters and uh, look like settings 
and like their creativity is like crazy. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen a character like, you know, like that teleporting girl you were talking about. Her name is Tracer. Yeah. And I've never, I've never seen a character that looks like her before. Like her mouth is a little bit asymmetrical, which, you know, normally they try to make every character symmetrical, you know, because it's easier to animate and, you know, it's, it's, it's more like appealing, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. People say the most symmetrical face is the pretty face. Right. Whatever. Right. But, um, like, and so they just have these, this really cool, unique style, but also I think what they're going to end up doing is having like, so the team fortress two characters, they have a lot of like personality and style and they're cool. But I think that overwatch is going to have more. In fact, I think they already have as many announced as there are team portraits. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of variety there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like red and blue team have the same like five classes available to them or whatever on Team Fortress Two. But Overwatch is gonna just they're gonna keep adding heroes, um, and each hero is gonna play differently. Yeah, and that's so, so cool. I think I think it's actually gonna have more variety than Team Fortress Two ultimately. Yeah. Um, so it's and then, all yeah, about so balance really, cool. really i mean i think if they can balance all those crazy characters and make it like mm-hmm. an even challenging thing like um yeah i mean yeah and, it could be really cool if i'm not mistaken um they took a page from team fortress 2 in that um after you selected your character like if you die before you respawn you can select your character and spawn as a different mm-hmm. class so if yep. you feel like oh our team's not balanced enough to take on this other team you can kind of switch on the fly mm-hmm. yep that's true yeah that, um, that's pretty cool um but there is one thing, one little thing I want to throw in there. Uh, uh, Gearbox is another company that makes games that I love, like Borderlands oh, yeah. 1 and yeah. 2 are some of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced a game called Battleborn, which looks like it's supposed to be a little bit like Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've, I'm just saying I feel really bad for Gearbox because I think yeah. I have a feeling that Overwatch is going to steal Battleborn's thunder. It does um, look kind of similar, and I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I felt like when I was looking at Battleborn stuff, it didn't look... I, now, this is, of course, just from a couple of trailers, but right. it, it didn't look even as cool as Destiny. And and I was playing mm. that, and I was like, well, Battleborn looks kind of similar, like this online co-op, or I guess it's more of a MOBA. Um, it's like a first-person MOBA, right. yeah. sort of, yeah. But still, it, it kind of... You know, Blizzard was really smart with that trailer. That trailer got people like so amped, even if the yeah. game's not really like that. That was such a clever <laughs> like marketing uh, so way to introduce that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, and you know, Battleborn does have the advantage of it. Probably is, I think it is getting released on consoles, so that you know, all all like you and Mike can actually get that. That's game true. If you want, right? So. Uh, unless Blizzard has a console version up their sleeves that we are just currently not aware I'm, of. I'm, that I'm thinking cool. they will, but it'll probably, uh, and eventually, I, I don't think we're well, going to yeah. see a simultaneous release on that. If the success of Diablo 3 on you know consoles has been any indication, I really feel <laughs> like Blizzard is has tuned into the console market and like they have the console market's attention. So I think yeah, it's, it do. would be smart to capitalize yeah. on that. And, and yeah. with Activision being their parent company now, I, I think it kind of also leans things in that favor. Activision is, yeah. is very much like, let's get our games everywhere and get yep. the largest mm-hmm. audience possible. So hopefully we won't yeah. be waiting too long. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited about that. Yeah, game, me too. So. It looks really good. Yeah. Overwatch looks pretty amazing. All right, end of the show plugs. Is it for men? No, for women this time. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> We're not uh, sexist. Well, check We're not out sexist whatever here. Hannah oh. Hayes is doing. She's a really cool actress. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Fey is a cool actress that I know of. <laughs> I like Amy Poehler. She's funny. She's really funny. She's a good time. <laughs> but anyway, follow uh, us at SBFVGS Podcast um, on Twitter. Uh, I am Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Uh, Mike is Taco Douglas. Uh, David is David J. Tate on the Twitter. Um also, uh, I'm on PSN as Barry White. If you want to friend me, we'll play some games. Uh, Xbox Live as well. Um, you can find our blog at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. It'll have some show links uh, to the previous episodes. It'll have uh, a link to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, our Podbean site, which hosts uh, the podcast. So any of those will work. Um, uh, David has a YouTube channel, Sir Date of Gaming. Uh, Sir Date of S I R space D A I D V Gaming. Yeah, and where you'll find me. Yeah, he posts a ton of uh, great stuff there. So check less, that out. Less frequent, less as uh, as of late because I've been working a lot because um, it's the busy season of my work. Mm. Um, so, but it will probably I'll probably start posting more around Christmas time or so. So. Very cool, and yeah, and and soon, soon we'll we'll do a, a PS4 stream, the three of us. Oh, that'll be so uh, awesome. on the channel. So that would be really fun. Um, and thank you again to uh, you know the Twitter con- uh, contributors, uh, those of you who tweeted in questions, topics, good stuff, uh, or just yeah, keep them coming, or just have fun, you know, talking to us on Twitter. Um, thank you to yeah. all of you guys. Yeah, it's so fun talking to all of you guys. I love. Yeah, it. I, I yeah. gotta say, I'm I'm really impressed with how uh, quickly and. and um just how supportive the gaming community has really been for us like yeah i thought nobody would care when we started this like well we're (laughs) we're doing it for us we're doing it for fun and then uh i look at the stats for um the podcast and i look at the twitter followers i'm like wow this is this is really awesome so oh hundreds of people downloaded this episode that's (laughs) crazy it's crazy (laughs) like who cares what i have to say but uh yeah adam did you download the podcast 100 times (laughs) maybe no so yeah thank you guys it's it's really awesome we really enjoy interacting with you guys and yeah definitely we're closing in on a thousand twitter followers which is awesome that's crazy Um, the thousandth follower of sbf vgs podcast uh wins a kiss from david so whoa Whoa. yeah i need need to unfollow and come back (laughs) (laughs) all right that's all i prefer to be female that's all (laughs) hey you know Thousandth follower is the thousandth <laughs> follower, though. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you guys like to interact with us on Twitter this week, uh, send us your uh, your dream games. Yes, uh, yes, definitely. Send us your most emotional games uh, or most moments yeah. in games, and yeah, let us know what you think about Overwatch. Yeah, absolutely. That is all the time we have for episode four of Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. Thank you for listening. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Yes, yes. Uh, we will be back every two weeks with more smooth jazz hits of the 70s and 80s. <laughs> what? And talk <laughs> about gaming. Uh, feel free to tweet questions or topics to SBFVGS Podcast if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. We did it. <laughs> Ich bin Plank, das ist ein Luftenrauser.